welcome to the Hold Nothing Back podcast. My mission with every episode is to relay information on training, nutrition, and mindset that I wish that I had when I first started my own fitness journey. If you do like the podcast, don't forget to leave a review and let me know on the Hold Nothing Back Instagram. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Whole Nothing Back podcast. So today we're going to be talking about common deficiencies in vitamins and minerals um, and why they're important and why we should like what we should test for to see if we are deficient. Um, And if you're wondering why this is important, well, the main thing here is like if you have any nutrient deficiencies, it's going to slow your metabolism. So like, you know, some coaches will just be like, okay, let's add a fat burner in to kind of boost your metabolism or let's, you know, add some L-carnitine. Well, the thing with like definitely hold nothing back in my coaching is like we just want to optimize all like the natural processes in our body because if we don't have that foundation, then it doesn't matter if we add a fat burner. It doesn't matter if we add all these fancy supplements that cost a bunch of money if we don't have that baseline. Um, and, you know, if we don't have um, if we do have deficiencies, we're not going to be able to recover properly, release energy properly, and your body would literally shut down without them. So that's why we're going to be talking about it today. We're not going to go over everything because there's so many deficiencies out there. Um, but the ones that we will talk about, and we have dogs that are watching, the ones that we will talk about are going to be vitamin D, magnesium, and then also B12. Um, and I have my friend Eva here, which was on my birth control episode because she is big into nutrition right now because she is going to get her master's for that. So she's going to kind of take the stage for me here. Um, but I'm just going to kind of facilitate everything and add where I feel needed. So with that being said, we're going to start with vitamin D and we'll get into that now. Yeah. Vitamin D is actually one of the deficiencies that is so common and so important that your Western medicine doctor, your um, primary care doctor is actually going to test for yearly with your, uh, with your blood panel. So The ranges are around like 25 to 100 for Western medicine, which is a very large range. So when it comes back like 20-ish, 25, they're probably not going to say much, but um, they might tell you to like, you know, maybe supplement or maybe go out in the sun more, but they're not really going to emphasize how important it is to have a high concentration of vitamin D. So functional medicine, which takes into account everything for like optimal health, Um, where you could be living your best life, essentially, is around 50. So that's where you're going to want to see. And it's so rare that people will actually be around 50, especially when you're further from the equator or if you have darker skin. Um, Darker skin individuals have a harder time absorbing vitamin D. Um, It takes them longer to absorb the same amount of vitamin D that it takes for a lighter skin individual in the sun. So they would have to actually um, supplement with more and spend more time in the sun to get the same amount of vitamin D as a lighter skinned individual. Um, so that's something to be conscious of if you are darker skinned. And then also further from the equator, you get less sun, you have winters. Uh, we're from Connecticut, so we get a lot of heavy winters where like we're not seeing the sun. So we kind of have to store up our vitamin D during the summer. And a lot of people aren't doing that, especially nowadays with technology and everything. A lot of people are spending much more time inside. Okay, so why is vitamin D even important? Um, So vitamin D, low levels actually increase risk of hypertension, which is high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, um, certain cancers. uh, Deficiency in vitamin D can activate an autoimmune disorder, and uh, autoimmune disorders need to be genetically there anyway, but this can be the catalyst which actually activates that autoimmune disorder. 
So there are a lot of reasons that vitamin D is uh, essential. And then also um, you might experience mood dysfunction. You might be depressed. You might have anxiety if you're low on vitamin D. And this is also connected to seasonal depression, which a lot of people experience. And I know, Sedona, you do as well, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, no, so something really quickly, and I know that it's not super related, but like, basically, when I was sitting inside all day, when I was in the, when it was in the winter, I definitely felt like sadness, like I was definitely depressed in the winter, and I hated winter, and I would dread it every single time I came around the corner. Um, But not only was I deprived of vitamin D at that point, but another thing, I'll just touch on with seasonal affective disorder or sad is that like getting outside is so essential and just being in nature. And I think like something that gave me anxiety was like thinking like, oh, it's cold outside. So I have to sit inside all day and I'm basically trapped. But like ever since I got a dog or I got gone, like being able to go outside, just bundling up. I actually bought a jacket that goes down to my ankles. (laughs) It's so puffy and I look ridiculous. But like investing in something like that, that allows me to go outside in the winter has been just a huge game changer for me. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there really quickly. But Yeah, getting outside in the morning can be just like a treatment in itself for uh, seasonal defective disorder or um, seasonal depression. But I also wanted to mention about vitamin D that it is essential for uh, normal bone growth as well and development. So if a child has low vitamin D, they're probably really low, um, chronically low, they're going to possibly manifest with rickets, which is like bow-legged. Um, it can be really severe where your legs are just totally twisted up. But um, you can see that in adults too. If they were deficient as a child, you can see how their bones developed um, a little off. So they'll be like bow-legged. And then vitamin D also um, is essential for muscle function. So twitching, pain, weakness, and difficulty squatting too and rising from a squat can also be a vitamin D uh, deficiency um, symptom. So yeah, and and lastly, I just want to touch on it is essential for immune function as well. And then we are going to get into magnesium, which is the second of our uh, common deficiencies. So for magnesium, there's actually um, a study by, I'm going to butcher this, it's Schwalb. Schwalfenberg et al. 2017. So um, basically it just says that two-thirds of people in the Western world don't meet their magnesium needs with diet alone. Um, And magnesium is just a mineral that's present in many whole foods like leafy greens and vegetables and nuts and seeds. Um, But even if you're getting all of that, you're still probably going to be deficient, I find, with a lot of my clients as well. Um, And so symptoms symptoms that I see specifically in bodybuilding is muscle cramps. Um, I know people that will be backstage at like a bodybuilding show, I know I did this when I was experiencing muscle cramps, will they'll just supplement with magnesium. Um, But another thing is like uh, other symptoms could be like chronic diarrhea, anxiety, fatigue, or other muscle weakness. Um, And there are so many, the the thing with this is there's so many different forms of magnesium. So I'm going to let Eva get into that because it can definitely be confusing and it can be hard to try and find the form of magnesium that will actually work with your symptoms. And that's actually uh, bioavailable. Yeah, just to clarify, bioavailable basically means that you're, it's most easily absorbed in your digestive tract. So I want to start with my favorite one. I'm not going to get into all of them, um, but my favorite one is glycinate because this is the one that's going to improve your sleep. It's going to lower inflammation. This one helps with mood and anxiety, depression, um, and it's found in meat, fish, dairy, and legumes. But you can also supplement with it 
Um, I really like the elements. Is it elements nutrition? I use uh, I use Thorn usually. Thorn. Thorn. Thorn's a really good brand. For, I trust Thorn with everything. Um, so yeah, so that's a good one. And then citrate. Citrate is one of the most common forms um, and most bioavailable, but it's not for those other things that I just said about the sleep and inflammation. Um, it may help your mood, but it's mostly uh, just for constipation. So if you are feeling backed up, go for it. But, and then there's also um, oxide. magnesium oxide also is good for constipation. And that's something actually I've used myself before. I, it's definitely not the best product, but I have used like, um, it's called Mago 7. And so that's the magnesium with the oxygen and that should help to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And if you're having trouble um, pooping, there's probably something else going on there too. Yes. So, and I know Sedona has been very open about um, her issues in the past um, with digestion and everything, but yeah, so that's, that's something that can help with that if you are experiencing that, but also focus on your gut health. And um, there's also magnesium chloride, which um, absorbs well as well. And it's used for like heartburn and constipation as well. Um, but my favorite one, like I said, is glycinate. This is one that I would suggest to somebody that's experiencing mood disorders um, or trouble sleeping. So yeah, and magnesium is used for more than 300 processes in the body. So it's such an essential micronutrient and it's unfortunately one of the most common deficiencies, which partially it has to do with our soil quality and um, the way that things are grown these days because magnesium usually does come from um, like leafy greens, like we said, nuts, seeds, all that. So the soil quality, you get a lot of the micronutrients from the soil, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but yeah, we're also going to go right into vitamin B12. Um, this is a deficiency that's more common in vegetarians and vegans. So actually 80 to 90% of vegetarians and vegans are deficient in this, which is crazy because um, B12 can manifest as neurological dysfunction and these symptoms may be irreparable. So if you're somebody who's on a vegan or a vegetarian diet and you don't really know that you need to be supplementing with vitamin B12 since it primarily comes from meat, um, you may be causing a lot of damage to your nervous system and your brain. So since you're doing damage to your nervous system, you can imagine that the symptoms may be kind of related. So you're going to feel tiredness, weakness, maybe loss of appetite, um, constipation. You're probably going to feel a lot of brain fog. Um, and people that have experienced this for an extended amount of time might not even realize that they're experiencing it because they think it's normal. And actually, one more thing that I'll add is, so I used to have a really uh, bad B12 deficiency and this was when I was in high school and I remember like throughout the day like I would be in class and I literally for the life of me I could not keep my eyes open for anything um, and it wasn't until I started supplementing with B12 that I actually felt like a normal human again but like so the symptoms of this is definitely definitely severe I would say. Yeah, they can be really bad. And like I said, they can actually be irreparable. So you want to be very careful on those types of diets that may be low. Or if you're just somebody who doesn't like meat but isn't necessarily a vegetarian, you just eat a little bit of meat or animal products, um, you want to be sure that you're getting these in. And if you really can't stand meat, one, you could try switching to quality meat because your body may be rejecting the low-quality meat that you're eating um, and maybe telling you that you hate it when you actually just need quality meat. But 
Um, like grass-fed beef and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's like grass-fed beef, organic, free-range chicken, um, stuff like that. So you can also supplement, but veganism and vegetarianism require a supplement. And in my idea of the optimal diet for human health is not something that you need a, uh, you could call it a pharmaceutical for. So uh, supplementation of B12 is absolutely required if you are on one of these diets. And um, I think that it's just not reasonable to supplement with something for your entire life. But a lot of people go on these diets because they say that meat is inflammatory, which they're not exactly wrong. It's the arachidonic acid um, in meat that can cause inflammation. And this is um, this fatty acid is an omega-6 fatty acid. So the omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratio is essential to modulate that immune response. So, but with the standard American diet, we have crazy amounts of omega-6 and minimal amounts of omega-3. So that ratio is way off, which causes more inflammation. So if you focus on balancing that ratio, you're not going to experience, you're most likely not going to experience, for this reason anyway, irritable bowel disease or other um, digestive issues that come with the inflammation. And besides those diets, another reason somebody can be deficient in B12 is if they have type 2 diabetes and they're on metformin because it can just block the absorption of B12. Okay, so I think we pretty uh, covered pretty much everything with the common deficiencies. Again, there are so many other deficiencies out there, but these are pretty much just like the top three that we thought of and things that we see with our clients. Um yeah, I mean, with, with that being said, if you guys want to learn more about all this type of stuff and, and specifically about nutrition, um, definitely follow Eva's Instagram. Um, I would let her shout herself out, but she doesn't give herself enough credit. But it's basically, it's Vaz Nutrition, so it's V-A-S Nutrition on Instagram. And she posts the best stuff that, like, I haven't seen on Instagram before. So definitely give her a follow. Um, I would love to have her back on this podcast. Um I'm definitely talking about more more nutrition stuff. So if you guys have any suggestions, let me know. Um, yeah, I mean, with that being said, that's pretty much the end of the episode. So thank you so much for watching. And I'm also going to continue to have that giveaway. So if you guys want to enter for a free month of coaching, make sure to leave a review and then also leave your Instagram handle so I can enter you in into that little raffle. Um, so thanks so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. episode make sure to leave a review and share to social media and if you are interested in hiring me as your coach head to www.holdnothingback.net to apply